We got you. We got you. Yes. So, how are you doing, Miss Shade? No, you pronounce my name right. Of course, yeah. what you mean? No, you'd be surprised. You'd be like Imone, Sade, Sadie. I'm doing good though. Yeah, I mean, I mean. But if you know the singer, yeah, Shade, yeah, a yeah. lot of people don't know, like, won't put two and two together. So maybe mm -hmm. that's why. Yeah, you doing good though? I'm doing good. Yeah. How are you? I am. I'm good. I'm glad you're here. I was. I was. I was excited about this one. Really. I'm yeah, glad because, to be here. Yeah, because initially um, we were set up for like another day. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that, you True. know, I had some stuff that came up and I was like, oh, okay. oh my God. That was actually better for me, though. Really? Yeah. Because I had something that nice. So I was like, oh, I hope I don't. And figuring out about this Atlanta traffic, that would have been bad. So mm -hmm. it worked out for really the better. Great, great. I'm glad you are here. Hello, hello, everyone. Is yours truly? Rick, you are watching Beneath the Surface. We have the beautiful Sade Mani in the building all the way from New Jersey. Yes. This is a trip. Yeah. I'm so happy to be here though. You, did you get down to Atlanta safe? I did. I had a connect flight, so that was a little annoying, but it was good. It was smooth. Okay. Do you like flights? I love, I, I don't have a problem with them. Okay. I've never been on a plane. Are you serious? Nope. I was just talking to my cousin about this last night. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, it's like on my, you know, to-do thing. Mm -hmm. But anytime I would go like out of state. You would we, just drive? We would drive. Oh yeah. Lord. Cause we would be trying to save money and stuff. So the, we never took a plane. The drive from like Atlanta to Jersey, I think is like 17 hours. 17 yeah, it's a Yeah, we've never drunk, driven that far. Cause I'm from Indiana. Oh, okay. So the furthest we've driven is like Michigan. So that's about, that's not, that's like, like what? 11, 12. That's too. That's too. Yeah, that's too. That's mad long. Yeah, and we wouldn't. We wouldn't stop either. You went where? We wouldn't stop either. Like not even take a rest. I mean, we would stop, ride? like use the bathroom. A hotel. Ooh, ooh, no, no. Because wow. then it's like you kind of have that urgency to get there. See, so yeah. like that's kind of delay it a little bit. Yeah. That's true. Now I will stick with the plane. <laughs> so what brings you down to the dirty south? So the A3C festival. Okay, so that's the reason why you're here. Yeah. Okay. Well, originally I wanted to try to get on one of the stages, but I didn't realize I missed the cutoff like the competitions and stuff they'd be having. Mm. So instead of just giving up in general, I was like, let me just book shows and just mass stuff around the festival just so I can be in the area. And then I ended up getting my fans. Ooh, I know that's right. So you're from New Jersey. Mm -hmm. Tell me how it is there. From from God has never been there. Jersey is like okay. So it's super close to New York. So mm -hmm. you you do have that like real up north vibe going on. But I feel like Jersey isn't as busy and as fast as New York. Okay. It's like New York, but way more chill. Okay. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So we have our artists and we like, but I feel like a lot of things close down early, like New York and things would be open at like 5 a.m. It depends on what part you're in, mm -hmm. in Jersey. In Jersey, like 1.30, 2 o'clock, everything shut down oh. where I am. So it's cool, it's just more relaxed and more chill, mm -hmm. but still close enough to get in the busy city. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. How's the music scene up there? The music scene is dope. Like, I, I feel like I've been, even though I've been singing all my life, I feel like I've been getting more in the music scene in Jersey now. Mm -hmm. Because when I first would start like performing, I was on like a college tour, but it was based in New York. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And now I'm starting to see, I feel like Jersey's um, indie artist scene is a lot of 
a lot of like Afrocentric vibes. Okay, yeah. Like real, like they if you you can start singing an outcast song, Andre Thousand song, and they'll know all the words. Like they're very like yeah. You know, once you're done they have their head wraps, so okay. it's different parts. It's different parts of Jersey, but I do feel like the people that, that are getting busy, like we do have a heavy Afrocentric vibe to us down here. Mm -hmm. Now, you started in the church, right? Yes. Yeah, you started singing in the church. church. Um, I, in quartet gospel too, not even contemporary. So quartet is like, you know, you got three background singers, sometimes a fourth harmony background mm -hmm. singer and then you have your leader and it's very like hand clappy sing flat foot harmony okay you know what i mean um yeah my dad's side is heavy into gospel music like all the way back to my great grandfather he had his own quartet group mm -hmm. then my grandfather started his own quartet group with my dad and then i started my own quartet group with my sister and my cousin mm -hmm. so the church is like how i've got my ear how i got comfortable Everything. Now, how was your mom with with, with, with all that telling? Everybody always asks about my mom. <laughs> so my mom can't sing to save her life. And you know, sometimes I feel so bad because every now and then she'd be like, you know, when I was younger, like I was singing. <laughs> we were like, no, you not mom. We love you. We love you, mom. She got an ear though. She know when you off. Okay. But yeah, she ain't gonna be able to tell you what you should be on. Mm -hmm. She know when you off. So you started a group, you said, with your cousins. Yep, gospel. gospel. How did how did how did that go? Did, what what happened with that? Um, so we all knew how to sing, but I think some of us wanted to sing more than mm -hmm. others. Um, like my cousins are are very talented. My sister's super talented too, and. You know, it was cool, but after a while, like they didn't want to rehearsal. They didn't want to rehearse. It was like, oh god, we gotta rehearse. And meanwhile, I'll be excited, like, come on, we gotta, come on. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh boy, we gotta rehearse for. So after a while, we just respected um, everyone's individuality. It was like, oh, what you wanna do this? You wanna do this? And I started singing on my own, and my sister started singing on her own. Mm -hmm. But actually, before we even went completely separate me and my sister were singing together mm. and we were called harmony shotty and kayla we have like a youtube channel and we do our own like merry merry thing okay much. and then eventually it got solo okay um you've done something that no one else on this show has mentioned and right. that is um uh show contests auditions and things like that yes. you did the apollo mm -hmm. you did uh chasing destiny mm -hmm. And you did American Idol. Like when I His found research, yeah. yeah. Okay. When I found <laughs> Wow, you better go ahead. When I found that out, I was like, I've never had someone that's had that type of experience mm -hmm. before. That has to be crazy because you just we just see like the show. Yeah. No one knows yeah. what the process is to try to Way get different than what you see. To that. Talk about that. So um I was very young when I started audition. I also did um, America's Got Talent, and I was very, um, I was very, you know, still ambitious. But and I, I feel like I was more so into the auditions then, because now I like the idea of an audition is just like, oh god, I don't, I don't want to do it because people don't realize how much pressure it is. And for example, with American Idol, you see like, you think everybody just goes and auditions for the TV judges, it doesn't work like that. Like, yeah. we had legit like seven rounds of auditions before we even got to 
at the time it was Randy, J-Lo, and Steven Tyler. Okay. So that was seven rounds that we had to go through. Some Most of the time it's like seven hours waiting online. Like it's like a all day, all night Ooh. thing. We had FaceTime auditions. Well, back then it was probably like Skype. Mm -hmm. Skype auditions and you know, the people that you see where you're like, oh my God, how do they, they do that for like ratings and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So when it was time for the TV judges, that pressure, that that experience in general is filled with pressure because there's so many cameras. And also what I noticed, they want you to have a really, I don't want to say dark story, but they want you to have a heavy story. Mm -hmm. So they like try to look at you and like pull all of this out of you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't really have a heavy story. I, 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 you know, I just like to sing. Like, yeah. I don't have, my, my grandparents aren't sick. They were like, you see your grandfather's here. Like, how's his health? Uh, no. Don't don't play with that. He's really? his health is fine. But they need they wanna they want like to I guess they wanna dive yeah. deeper. Yeah. But um, you know, if you don't I didn't have anything really like crazy to a crazy story to say. Like I've been homeless on the street for three years <laughs> and this is my only shot. Singing is what gives me hope. And you know, that's some people's story. But for yeah. me it just is like, yeah, no, nah, I just I'm I like to sing and yeah, I'm here to yeah. audition. But yeah, so once I got to the TV judges, I made it through to Hollywood. Um, and that was, I was in my sophomore year of high school. So I had to leave school, go to LA. And it just was like, you see thousands and thousands of people that want to see the same, want to do the same thing you want to do. So it's inspiring, but it's also like, wow, I'm this one seed in this giant world mm -hmm. filled with people that have the same dreams and goals. So it, it pushes you, but it also makes you like, like this is real. This ain't a joke. This ain't a. This ain't anything easy because there's a lot more people that want the same thing. But all in all, it was a good experience. It did boost my confidence. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I always pretty much. Luckily, I've always had good experiences with auditions. Like I've always been received well. But I did get nose too. Like America's Got Talent, I didn't get through to that. Mm -hmm. Hollywood, I didn't make it to the top. I eventually got sent home. I had a cold. That was like the worst when I got sent home. Like I was crying. How far along were you when that happened? I was only in Hollywood week in LA. Okay. Um, but I remember our flight was like December 6th and it was freezing in Jersey. When I got to LA, it was like 98 degrees. So I just instantly caught a cold. And I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna sing through this. Like I got it, I'm mm -hmm. just gonna finesse. I just know what I can and can't do. Right. And literally one of the rounds I was doing, I was singing and I was filled with so much adrenaline that I didn't even realize that I cracked. So, <laughs> it was the most embarrassing thing. I didn't even realize I cracked, so I went back. Like, you know, after, when you perform, you step forward. Mm -hmm. After you sing, you step back, uh -huh. you know? And I stepped back like, like, like yeah. I, <laughs> I know I just killed I just I'm waiting for them to call my number. Like, uh -huh. I have my big sticker on my shirt. And when they sent me home, I was like, like I, I was so shocked, I couldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. And I got to my mom and she was like, um, I was like, what happened? Like, what happened? JLo was rooting for me. Mm -hmm. She didn't want to send me home. Like she was like, she felt so sad when I started crying. Cause I started crying on stage. Like, and here comes the camera. Shadi, tell us how you're feeling. Like, oh my what God. are you feeling right now? What the my mom was like, please get the camera, please. Like, cause I was having them, I was 15. Yeah. And I had all these people back home that was rooting for me, my whole school, my principal, my pastor, the, the whole neighborhood. So it was like, 
like dang I messed up and I didn't even know I just felt like I let so many people down even though it was an experience that I just that wasn't for me at the time you know but yeah it was it was cool it was fun it definitely pushed me to be confident and be comfortable with rejection yeah and knowing that every everyone is not gonna say it's not just gonna be an easy journey with a bunch of yeses you yeah. know so I so think. you started writing at 15 yes I think it was 15 was it? yeah I think it was no, 15 no, no. yeah mm -hmm. tell me how your writing was and what were you writing about love love yeah. do you remember your first song my first song Yes. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I think it was cool. What do you have to say? <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to say now? I think it was something like, oh my God, terrible. Why does everybody say? It was terrible, legit terrible. And I thought I had a whole hit on my hand. It was just, just thinking about it now, like, terrible. <laughs> terrible. I hope that song never gets leaked, ever. Oh, it's out somewhere. No, I okay. hope it never gets out. Like, maybe the engineer come across it and mm -hmm. they're like, oh, this is cool. I hope, please don't ever do that to me, please. I beg of you. <laughs> you do um, a lot of covers and you're yeah. doing really well. Like, Thank you. I always remember like a Mary J. Blige, like if you look at her, even her bodies of work were like covers mm -hmm. of Patti LaBelle. And, like, like dope remakes. Exactly, and it would get to the point where they would listen to her version over the older version and things like that. Like, what, what encouraged you to go that route and to say, hey, I'm gonna do my own little spin on, on these records? You know what it was? Every time a song would come on, I would always be singing over it, like singing with it and doing like other stuff that wasn't in the song. Mm -hmm. Like whether it was different backgrounds that wasn't there, but I heard it and I was like, this would've been dope if it was there, like they did this live. Like mm -hmm. I always would like doing my own arrangement of something. Mm -hmm. And then, I felt like people may not know me, but they may want to hear the song. Right. You know what I mean? So maybe they, I can like bring people into like my audience by someone else's song. Mm -hmm. So that was the main reason why I started doing that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now describe your day ones. Oh my God. This is like recent that I decided on a name. Mm -hmm. Like I'm talking about two weeks recent. Yeah. 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 Cause I seen that. I was like, that got a ring to it. So it was it was a big debate with this because I, I put a poll on Instagram for years, even back when I was 15, I was like, what am I gonna call my supporters? Mm -hmm. You know, once I have like a like, what am I gonna call them? And I could never come up with something. I'm like, Shade is so whack. Like the Sha Shas, the Day Days, <laughs> the Imans. Like, I'm like, what am I gonna? And somebody was like, yo, you should say day ones. Mm -hmm. So then the big debate with that, like my mom was like, okay, but what if they just now coming up like what if they're just not doing yeah. the journey they're not a day one right and i'm like well that's subjective now <laughs> because you have to think about what it means to be a day one i guess yeah it may not mean like oh they they they've known me or followed my career since the very beginning mm -hmm. day one just means like it's somebody that's loyal super loyal down for you go hard for you supports you you know what i mean and mm -hmm. vice versa so Recently, I had a show and I was in the group chat with my friends and I was like, guys, what do you, what do you think about day ones? And he was like, yeah, you should do it. But I was like so set against it. I was like, I don't know. Is that, is that, does it have a ring to it? What if you can type D-A-Y? Then he was like, no, just do it, so. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you did it because it really does. That's all part of branding. Mm -hmm. 
And for you to come up with that and decide on that, I was like, yeah, that's fire. Yeah, somebody, somebody DM'd me that. Really? Yeah, and I was like, okay, maybe. I was like taking a bunch of submissions. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that one stuck. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, I like it. Because I, I was doubting it. I really was. I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad corny. you went with it. Because no, yeah. you know, it's really good. Now, we are, I'm going to take you back a little bit. Okay. 2017. You released your first project, mm -hmm. two, two, two. Yep. That's your birthday. Yep. So you are, of course, are Pisces. I'm on the cusp of Pisces. On the cusp. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. It's, it's right. It's close, okay. but it is Pisces. Yes. Yeah, because I'm compatible with Aquarius. I don't. I don't know how I am with Pisces. What's your sign? Gemini. What? You say what? I don't want to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm compatible too, but the funny thing is Pisces are not supposed to be compatible with Gemini's. Uh -huh. I don't know if it's because I'm on the cusp in the Aquarius thing, like I don't know, but I got a few friends as Gemini's. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're not gonna go, we're not even gonna go into that. We're gonna stay on topic. <laughs> two, two, two. Now you release that project, I want you to take me back to that time. Take me back to the process, mm -hmm. how the project came about. Okay. What was your mental during that time in your life? So around that time, I was like praying for some sort of direction, I guess you could say, for the project, because I really didn't know what I wanted to talk about. And I don't, this is strange, and I'm, I don't claim this anymore, but I, back in the day, I felt like I can only write when I was super sad. Or like, either super sad or just angry and like in my bag, like, mm -hmm. I'm about to, to. And then in that time, I was just, like nobody was getting my nerves. Like, mm -hmm. I was pretty happy. So I was like, oh my God, what do I write about? Cause it's just not flowing naturally, mm -hmm. you know? And then all of a sudden, I just started seeing two to two everywhere. Like, it, when I checked the time, it was 12.22. If somebody was like, did you ever send that email? I'd be like, I did. I, I'll tell you when I sent it, it'd be like 2.22. Or it was just like weird stuff. Like license plate would just say 2.22. I look at a building, I'm like, why do I keep, I know my birthday's coming up. Like, mm -hmm. we get it. Why mm -hmm. do I keep seeing mm -hmm. this? And then I started, um, I Googled it. And I, I started like learning about the star numbers, I guess. And I was saying like 222 just represents like being, it means to stay on whatever path you're on, but just go for it full force. Like you're on the right path, just go for it. Like just lunge and go for it. So I was like, okay, that's dope. And then I did more research on 222 and it came up, it was an area code somewhere in Africa that's dealing with like um, women's rights and the inequality and stuff like that, the inequality. And I was like, oh my God, okay. So it, it just started like piecing together. Like, okay, 222 is my birthday. I can write about what makes me me, right off back. Then when it came to, it had something to do with women and like fighting for women's rights and all that stuff. I was like, okay, I can have songs just like that will empower women, like all these things. And I was like, maybe this is just what I'm supposed to do with it. And I dropped it on 222 just to like add to the theme. Yeah. Now, what was the who were you working with on the production so uh, i did get a lot of okay so there's a few producers in jersey mm -hmm. really talented people um really dope musicians you have dave drake 
You have Dre, who's an awesome bass player. Shout out. Yes. And a lot of the other beats I found on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, like, just found it on YouTube, hit the producer up, did what I had to do to get the rights to the, to the track. Mm -hmm. And yeah, don't sleep on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Don't sleep. Yeah, you will be surprised. Sleep. Oh, and um, also, I also worked with AM and Rich Weirdo. Okay, shout they out. Also, yeah, they're also producers in Jersey. Super dope. Okay, now some tracks that stood out to me was always. Okay. I really like that one. You was I, you was taking me somewhere else with those vocals. No, really. Like that one, <laughs> I like um, late night text. Okay. And funny story with late night text. Okay. Late night text had a track originally. Long story short, something happened with the track and the production. We weren't able to use it by my deadline. Like the track just wasn't ready by the deadline. Mm -hmm. And I had to find a whole new beat on YouTube. And like rearrange the song. This was like a week before the project was to drop. No. And I literally re-recorded late night text and I was like, the Bob is just not the same. <laughs> like this ain't the beat. But it worked. Mm -hmm. You know, I made it work. But yeah, the original track I was so in love with, it just didn't work out. So, but the the track ended up turning out really good. I yeah, like it. Yeah, it fitted, right? Mm -hmm. Would you ever release the the other version? Probably not. Cause like before, yeah. You know, I may play it, but I probably would never actually like do an official release. Mm -hmm. It could be like um, you know how like some artists do like an alternate live version. Mm -hmm. something oh, that's like true. That. I didn't think about that. That's um, true. Maybe, but you know what? I don't. Well, I don't want to say this, but when I release music, I think a lot of artists feel this way. Like. After a while, we'd be like, ugh. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to hear those songs, you know? Yeah, I, I feel you on that one. Now, you have a track on there called Deep Down. Yes. Um, Which was, I want to talk about your, your vocal arrangement on that, because you were playing with your vocals a lot. Not a lot of artists can do that, first of all, so I'm coming for that. Thank you. Um, I wanted to ask you, how do you specify your, your ad-libs and things like that? Because I know, for instance, Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. I was watching a documentary about him and I was I found out that he actually would specifically put his ad libs here and here. Like he would listen to a song over and over. Yeah. And he was like, okay, I'm gonna do a run there. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a little ad lib there. Are you like that or you do kind of just go off of how you're singing? Yeah, so for me I'll do like twenty takes. Okay. I'll do twenty takes and I'll just freestyle through the entire track. And then I'll listen back and say, okay, I like this high look, I'm gonna pull this one. This one sounds pretty cool, but I'll put this one here. But I'll, I'll freestyle and flow with it and then just see what happens naturally. And then I'll go back, I'll listen to it once I place them all together. And then I'll go back and re-record it like on purpose now. Okay. But it's always a million different options. And I just will take like one little thing from this take, one little thing from this take, you know? Now that music video, who directed it? How did it, how, how was that that experience making that music video? So the music video was fun. That was Fontaine Vision. Shout out. Shout out to Fontaine Vision. Um, we actually wrote the video treatment. Me and my team wrote the video treatment, and we brought it to the videographer. Mm -hmm. And then you know we wanted to shoot in Atlantic City, um, which is in Jersey. Cool little boardwalk scene, and they just helped bring the vision to life. We was on set from like 1 p.m. to like 3, 4 a.m. Oh, wow. so like it was a day. long day. Cause sometimes people will, you know, like, oh, we're gonna shoot the rest another day or tomorrow. We just did the whole thing that day. It was pretty fun. That was my, 
Was that my first? That was my first music video, yeah. I had did like cover videos in YouTube, but that was my first like, okay, we're on set. They got the lights, we in the ocean. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like it was like the real thing. So it's I was a little nervous. It turned out good. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. So looking back on 222 in 2019, what goes through your head during that era of your life? 222, um, I definitely feel like I was in a place, I don't want to say I was lost, but I feel a lot, a lot more grounded right now. Like, I feel more in my purpose now and more fearless than the 222 era. 222 era, 222, I feel like I was kind of like just going with the wind, like, oh, universe, speak to me, mm -hmm. you know, eh, oh, I see 222. And now it's like, this is what I feel, this is what I want to express. Like, it's like a different whole game now. So it's like a little more intentional. Yeah, it's okay. more intentional. Yep, that's perfect word. Okay, so I want to talk about, we're going to get to doing the most. Oh, uh, uh, oh. We'll get to that. Okay. But I, I, there was a, a time frame um, between that era of promoting 222 and all that mm -hmm. and the release of Doing the Most. Right. What, what, what was your life like in your musical journey around that time? Because I don't know if you were like releasing much music. I or, wasn't. I wasn't. So what was going on then? So, all right. I definitely feel like I was being so hard on myself during that time. Like everything I was writing, it just wasn't good enough to me. Whether it was the production, the lyrics, the arrangement, I was like, no, I can do something better. No, I, could, I like that, but I can do something better. And it was just like prolonging my process to where I just was literally sitting on music and I'll play it for people. And I'll be like, yo, that song is dope. Or I like that song. And I'm like, thank you. But I feel like I can come up with something better. Like it's just not it for me. Like I don't know, I don't know what that phase is about. I feel like it even, last do the most kind of just happened mm -hmm. i wrote doing the most mad fast okay, okay it just happened so even after i dropped that i still felt a little like dang what is it gonna take maybe i need to work with like expand and, and um network with more producers maybe let me i just wasn't impressing myself you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it definitely was a dry spell i was like what am i gonna follow up with doing the most? everybody likes doing the most do i put out a slow song do I? just like a overthinking mm -hmm. period Definitely from two to two to now, and now I finally feel like okay, calm down, just just express. Right. It's not that it, it shouldn't take that much thought. It's literally an expression. I'm glad you you brought that up because a lot of I, I wonder how artists are when they work so hard on something and then they put it out and then they're like, what's next? You know? Yeah. You feel that pressure. Yeah, especially since music. I feel like music is so is consumed so fast these days. Yeah. Like you can drop a track and the next month they like, what's next? Yeah. You know, and some people, these people you got back here, they would like take a whole year to work on an album. Yeah. A solid, dope. More beat. than a year. Yeah, you More know, so having that pressure, wanting something to be great, but also wanting to drop it fast, then kind of comparing yourself to people that's dropping fast or people that have dope tracks, it's just, I think the best form of expression comes when you're outside of your head. And I just play my head heavy. Okay, so, because I want that. I don't want to see. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves, I feel. So, doing the most. Mm -hmm. When I heard the song, I was like, okay, she's talking about a guy she had, maybe, mm -hmm. that um, she was treating him right, giving him love, giving him attention, all that stuff, and then he just wasn't acting right. Yep. And, but now that you done moved on, he, he trying to come back. Yeah. So I got it right? Yeah. 
good. <laughs> yeah, right. It's really it's really self-explanatory. You were spot on. Yeah. But you know the crazy thing? It wasn't even my story. What? It was. It wasn't my. I've been in those situations. Mm-hmm. But in that moment when I was writing it, it's because my friend was going through it. Mm. So I was expressing what she should be feeling. You right, know what I mean? Right, or yeah. kind of like how I would be in her situation mm -hmm. in that moment. But that's what fueled it. I was just thinking like, like now, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's how it's always when it's too late. Now you want to do what you got to do. Right. But I wrote that song so fast. And I just like, okay, this sounds good. Yeah. And at first I wasn't going to drop it because I dropped it like the end of the summer and I just felt like it was a super summer beat, mm -hmm. like summer song. I was like, maybe I should just leave. Mm -hmm. But I was like, let me just drop it. Yeah, sometimes you got to listen to your gut. And, and just do it. And just do it. Now the music video, mm -hmm. shout out to um, the House Party mm -hmm. reference. That was fire. Mm -hmm. Tell me how. <laughs> Love that, that movie. Yeah, tell me how that came about, the concept, the music video, all that. So... I love House Party. I love Martin. I like anything, anything back in the 90s. I love and I just wanted to cater to the 90s. Mm -hmm. So at the time, a few of the choreographers I knew and was close to, they love doing like 90s dance moves. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, you know what, we gonna, I want to play off of this. Like, let's just dress up old school. Let me throw. And I had been talking about throwing a 90s party and how dope I felt it would be. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let's just shoot the video. I was actually in at the party. Yep. That is dope. Yeah. And that's that's literally what we did. And the funny thing is, we came so late to the house to my house party because we were shooting on the beach for so long. Mm -hmm. But people still was there and still showed up. Did they know or was y'all? No, they like, knew it was a video. Okay, okay. I was like, come in '90s gear. We gonna turn up, but we also gonna shoot the video. Yeah, that seemed like that would be the easiest way to to get people right. Yeah, yeah. kill two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. And still have a good time. So it was fun. Shout out to um, Terrell Hicks. Shout out. Did you peep her in the video? No. From Belly? No. That's I've my seen, mom. I've seen Belly, but like when I was really young. Yeah, she was also in. Oh, that was um, your mom? That You're talking about. Um, a Bronx yeah. Tale? Yeah. You saw A Bronx Tale, that movie? I think so. It's, these are like throwbacks that I know. Like So she was the one in the video that had came in and. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Shade! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. She's so sweet. It's so funny. Growing up, I always got compared to her. Mm -hmm. Like, if everybody was like, oh my God, you look like such and such from Belly. Oh my God, you like the girl from Bronx Tales. And from a Bronx Tale. And literally, one day, she, I was, I came to my church and she was just there. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, is that, that's her. And I went up to her, I was like, oh my God, people always compare me to you. Like, Hi, like literally, <laughs> because I used to work at restaurants, uh -huh. and every time I got a table, white, black, most black people would reference Billy, but mm -hmm. most, even the white people knew her, they would be like a Bronx tail. Mm -hmm. So I told her, and then she would always be like, hi twin, hi twin. And she followed my musical journey, like mm -hmm. on Instagram and stuff like that, and I was like, I would love to have you in the video, and she just did it. Wow. Didn't ask me like, do you have a budget, nothing. She literally just came, and she was chilling, like, Behind the scenes. That is so cool. So shout out to her. Yeah. It's cool to meet like real people, people like, that. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So shout out. Mm -hmm. What 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 is what is your headspace like right now? My headspace right now, I just I feel like I've reached a point of becoming 
I don't know. I just feel like 2019 was a year of self growth, self, like learning who I am as an individual. Really, because we think we know who we are, and I still got more learning to do. But I just feel like I really started becoming in tune with who I am, and I, I didn't realize how much I lived in fear. Right. Even though I was like young, going on dish on auditions and like showing up as if I was fearless, I still feel like I was living in fear. And just literally recently, like maybe a couple months ago, something just clicked and it was like, okay, you only get one life. Stop talking yourself out of things. Cause it would be small things. Like if it was a spontaneous show, like if somebody was like, yo, they having a show ends in 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Just come, like just do something. You in pajamas, just put on jeans and come. My mind would be like, yeah, nah. Because what if we get like, what if we get in traffic and we don't make it in 30 minutes and then we just wasted time going there? Or what if the band doesn't know my music and it just doesn't go right? Like, and I wouldn't, it wouldn't be that much clutter in my brain, but mm -hmm. my brain would just come up with just reasons why I just shouldn't do it. And I would tell myself like, oh no, it'll be other times like I shouldn't go there. More so now it's like. All right, we got 30 minutes. Let's call them and see if we do run late, if they'll extend it. Right. Like, we still gonna go. We're gonna make our way on the stage. I wasn't like that before. Right. If I was at a birthday party, you know, when you see all your friends, like, oh, I sing happy birthday, da, da, da. Or even if you go to a party, you can be like, yo, I'm gonna I'm a get them to get you on the mic. Uh -huh. I would be like, no, please. <laughs> on the outside, I'm like, okay, cool. On the inside, like, yo, I hope, like, something happens where they just can't ask me to come. Cause I just didn't mentally prepare to go and perform, mm -hmm. which is weird. It's like, what you gotta prepare for? If this, this is your journey, your purpose and your passion, just roll with it more. So these days I've been rolling with it more and just going for it. Cause I feel like I lost time, even 2018, like you noticed, yeah. I didn't put out anything. I overthought the whole year, overthought, whatever. And the same for, 2018, 2018 and 2019, I was completely in my head. So now I've just been, let me, coming down to Atlanta wasn't easy. So people weren't responding. Mm -hmm. I, we talked about that before we started filming, people weren't responding. Mm -hmm. I had a whole group of friends that I was gonna come with. Really? Everything started going wrong where they just no longer could come, right? My homegirl who's also a photographer, she also designs most of my outfits and performing. Mm -hmm. Something happened last minute where the schedules wouldn't allow her husband to like switch work, to watch the child, so she just couldn't come. She really wanted to come, she couldn't come. Mm -hmm. I came out here by myself. Wow. My first time down here. Old Shade would have been like, I'm just gonna call him and just cancel it because it's just not meant to be. Like, I'll go when it's just, it works out more perfectly, yeah. you know? And yeah. now I'm just like, I'm just gonna go. And whatever happens, happens. So I'm just literally out here by myself. Wow, that's that literally. That's ins that's really inspirational to hear from you because I feel like that I'm kind of going through like that same thing, mm -hmm. coming up with excuses as to why I shouldn't take a chance. Just take that's what it is taking a leap of faith. Mm -hmm. Yep. Jump the gym. We, we I feel like we talk I feel like we talk ourselves out of it because of fear. Even even if we don't identify someone who would be fearless, because I never would consider myself. Um, I mean, someone who. Be, who would be fearful. Mm -hmm. I never considered myself that person or someone that had anxiety. Yeah. And you guys say, I'd be like, no, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I just don't think that's a smart decision. Yeah. But it really was anxiety. Like, oh, what if, like, just what if, what if what? Just do it. 
because we know this is what we want to do the more we and the more you go at it and you do take those risks and you just like i'm going to atlanta with like oh well it it starts fueling me with more confidence more self-awareness and more fearlessness which is what we ultimately all want you know so everybody was like why do you just cancel but why would i cancel them yeah Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you. Yeah. Why would I? Why would I cancel though? Yeah. I can come here and meet people. It's just forcing me now to meet people, which is good. Right. So, um, you making you making music? I am. Right now? Yeah. All right. Well, what's that sound like? You, you excited about I things to come? I am excited. The music that I'm making right now is very chill. Okay. And I was, you know, I feel like I gravitate towards writing more chill songs. But then when it's time to perform it, I'll be trying to turn up the chill songs. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, all right. <laughs> like, literally, it's a ballad. And I'm like, oh, yeah. but I'm trying to do an extra bop. And it's like, all right, sis, this just ain't the song. So I'm trying to balance. I don't want to put out a whole chill project because I feel like I can easily get on my Janae flow. Mm -hmm. And that's cool and all, but I, I want to have like good performance tracks. So I'm, I'm focusing in on that right now. It's smart that you think about that, yeah. yeah. And I want to thank you so much, honey, for coming through here. I cannot wait to hear some new music yes. from you. Are we getting anything for the years out, or are we looking towards yes. the top of the? Yeah, I'm before the years commit. out. Yeah, I'm gonna commit before the years out. Okay. Project. No, it's gonna, gonna be something. Yeah. It's gonna be something. Yeah. All right, definitely. I'll be on the lookout for that. If you want anyone to follow you, listen to your music. Yes, so you can follow me on all platforms at Shade Imani. That's S-A-D-E-E-M-O-N-I. Mm -hmm. And on Apple Music, the same thing. Shade Imani, Spotify, my Pandora station added, Shade Imani, everything. 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 Y'all make sure y'all do that. It is yours truly, Rick. Shade, thank you so much for coming Thanks for having through. me. Y'all make sure y'all go stream, follow, show her some love. She's very talented. Um, hope to have you back in Atlanta. Yes. Yes. I'm and gonna visit more. I'm gonna visit after this more. Yes, definitely. Definitely, definitely come back on here if you want to. Chop it up about some new music, all that good stuff. Yes. And yes, we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aww.